Cardiac Section 3, 5 of 23, Hypertension. Hypertension affects up to 30% of the adults in the U.S., yet less than a third of these individuals realize they have high blood pressure. A high afterload increases myocardial work and elevated arterial driving pressure damages nearly every organ in the body. Complications of hypertension include left ventricular hypertrophy, ischemic heart disease, congestive heart failure, arterial aneurysm, stroke, and stage renal disease. How hypertension causes congestive heart failure? Let's begin with hypertension. It can decrease myocardial wall tension, which leads to, which leads to left ventricular hypertrophy and also increase um, oxy- myocardial oxygen consumption. Left ventricular hypertrophy leads to CHF and um, coronary um, increase in myocardial oxygen demand causes coronary insufficiency, which also leads to CHF. And coronary insufficiency can lead to infarction and dysrhythmias, which also leads to CHF. Diagnosis. Here's the newly updated 2017 diagnostic criteria for hypertension. Um, to confirm the diagnosis, the blood pressure should be measured on two separate occasions, no sooner than one to two weeks apart. Normal systolic is less than 120 and diastolic should be less than 80. Elevated systolic is 120 to 129 and less than 80 diastolic. Hypertension stage 1 is systolic of 130 to 139 or diastolic of 80 to 89. Hypertension stage 2 is systolic greater than 140 or diastolic greater than 90. Hypertension stage 3 is the hypertensive crisis, systolic greater than 180 and or diastolic greater than 120. Etiology. Hypertension can be classified as primary or secondary. Primary hypertension has no identifiable cause. Incidence is about 95% of all hypertension cases. Secondary hypertension has an identifiable cause. Incidence, 5% of all hypertension cases. Pathophysiology of primary hypertension. Blood pressure is regulated by a feedback network consisting of SNS, the baroreceptors, the RAS, and the vasopressin. Hypertension is caused by an increased cardiac output or SVR or both. Of the two, an elevated SVR is almost always the cause. Vascular smooth muscle tone, intracellular calcium concentration plays an integral role in an elevated SVR. So... Although the exact cause of primary hypertension is unknown, here are a few common explanations. Chronic vasoconstriction causes increased renin release, increased angiotensin 1, angiotensin 2, and aldosterone, increased sodium and water retention. SNS overactivity, uh, chronic vasoconstriction, increased SVR. Vasodilator deficiency, like decreased nitric oxide and decreased prostaglandin, can lead to increased SVR. Uh, collagen and metalloproteinase deposition into arterial intima increases vascular stiffness, therefore increases SVR. Diet, which consumes increased sodium um, intake and or decreased potassium or calcium intake, effects on cerebral autoregulation. The cerebral autoregulation curve describes the range of blood pressure where cerebral perfusion pressure remains constant. Chronic hypertension shifts this curve to the right. 
This adaptation helps the patient's brain tolerate a higher range of blood pressure. However, this comes at the expense of not being able to tolerate a lower blood pressure. Remember that blood pressure past the range of autoregulation is pressure dependent. Malignant hypertension increases the risk of hemorrhagic stroke and cerebral edema. Hypotension increases the risk of cerebral hypoperfusion. As an aside, the text would lead you to believe that the width of the curve remains the same in the hypertensive patient. However, there is good evidence that the width of the curve range of autoregulation becomes narrow and difficult to predict on an individual basis.